0: Hi there, marketing maestros. It's time to fall back and pull forward a cup of tea, coffee, or whatever happens to be your libation of choice. In other words, get yourselves ready to listen in as I share a little ditty that I created in homage to my Marketing Insights podcast, Alter Ego, or as I call her, The Podcasting Party Princess. Hit it. Girl, to be with you is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I can't wait until this podcast. I can't get enough Professor, author, career coach, and marketing, Shiro. I invite you to join me for this very special edition of my Marketing Insights podcast series entitled, Marketing Shoes. Shoes. I want to put on my, 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 my marketing shoes. Boom, boom, boom. I want to put on my, 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 my marketing shoes. I hope you do too. Feet first, close your eyes for a second. Just like I ask in one of my class exercises, here's a question. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Shoes, as in those items that you usually place on your feet, but that can also be found in other places, such as your pocket, handbag, gym bag, bowling bag, or shopping bag. Shoes can be placed in the trunk of your car, under the front seat of your car, across the back seat of the car, and underneath just about any seat. They can be placed on a shoe rack, closet floor, by the back door, the front door, or in the seat of someone's refrigerator. Well, not exactly, but you get the point. I do another exercise in my class. This one I call the brand game. For this activity, I provide students with the names of several product categories like jeans, tires, chocolate, carbonated beverages, diapers, apples, and shoes. I ask them to share the name of the first brands that pop into their heads for each grouping. There aren't any rules other than they don't pause but simply pronounce the name of the brand. I want to know the names of the top of mind brands for each category. For tires, I hear Michelin, Chiquita for bananas, and Huggies or Pampers for diapers. When we get to the shoe category, especially when I specify gym shoes, Nike consistently wins, hands down or should I say, feet first. Nike owns the gym shoe category. That is what I call the preemptive praxis. It's also called dollar-dollar bills, y'all. Holla! I'll circle back to Nike in a minute. For now, let's stay on the good foot. Shoe brands can be divided into several different niche categories. And although I know that you know what niche means, marketing maestros, let's define it anyway. Take women's shoes. Within the market for women's shoes, there are many different niche markets or segments. There may be a niche for plus-size women, vegan women, shoes for police officers, or medical professionals, also women. Those are all different segments, target audiences, or niche markets. Almost every consumer market can be divided into categories, usually based on psychographics, such as beliefs and values, or demographics, which includes variables like income, race, gender, gender, and age. But don't let the numbers fool you. My 99-year-old Aunt Catherine was still rocking stilettos while pushing her walker. Go, girl! I'm sure she's up in heaven helping her angel sisters up their shoe game. Speaking of shoe game, let's revisit Nike. One of the smartest things the Nike brand did from a marketing perspective, is what I call the Michael Jordan effect. The branding joggernaut partnered with the athletic phenom, and the two of them together transcended from aspirational, be like Mike, to inspirational, I want to be the best me I can be. That's a language that speaks to women in particular, all day, every day. And when it comes to shoes, those kinds of marketing messages make these courtside consumers kick up their heels as they grab their purses and wallets. I talk about tactics used by dollar-generating brands, especially during the holidays, in previous podcasts. But back to this podcast. The billion-dollar shoe industry, that's with a B, y'all, runs after several audience types, from casual to sporty, from durable to dressy. But it is those with nuanced marketing strategies that see the soul picture and stay several steps ahead of competition. Get it? Soul picture. (laughs) Now let's talk about shoes from a different perspective such as what can be tracked by numbers, i.e. the S-H-O-O shoe ends. These type of shoes deal directly with creative tactics that marketers use to generate sales. Here are a few examples that you might not consider. First up, temperature, as in allow me to take yours. And not only because of the pandemic, though you should be doing that on a regular basis. This is a baby, it's bold outside strategy. Don't worry. If you're thinking about whether or not weather is a viable segmentation strategy, allow me to shed some sunshine on this news. And it will allow you to have, without a shadow of a doubt, the understanding that climate counts. Here are three examples. According to a study published by CBC Radio on February 13, 2015, entitled, How Weather Affects Marketing. Number one, dealers in the automotive industry know that five-year-old car batteries die after three consecutive days of sub-zero temperatures. So guess what? They advertise on day Four. Number two, when spring temperatures hit 21 degrees Celsius, hair removal products surge 1,400%, and barbecue sales jump 200%. I think that's thanks to my Uncle Joe. And number three, did you know, marketing maestros, that when the temperature drops just one degree in the fall just one degree, mousetrap sales surge, well, your marketing cousins know, and now you do too. We're still tracking marketing shoes, shoes, and skews. Here are a couple of other examples of how marketers shoe in consumers toward product purchases. One of the newer concepts used is called hyper-personalization. It is a practice that is an exact combination of the two words in its title, hyper and personal. Here's an example. Say a consumer searches on an app for green shoe brands. They spend about 20 minutes surfing, browsing different sites, then leave without purchasing. A marketing analytics team surmises this summary as a result. The consumer has previously done this type of search. The consumer has an affinity for making green purchases. There is a prior search and purchase history for X footwear brand that the consumer is showing, and maximum purchases happen on Fridays between 8 and 10 p.m. So where does the shoe for shoes come into play? In the world of hyper-personalization, a campaign would send a push notification to the target's mobile device or computer announcing a flash sale on X brand's green shoes on a Friday, preferably between 8 and 10 p.m. Keep in mind that hyper-personalization is like my very own sweet potato pie. It tastes really, really good, but too much of it can lead to overload. Nah, on second thought, you can't ever overload on sweet potato pie. Well, I don't know about you, but all of this tongue talk is making me hungry. So let's move on to the last point, skews. And then we're off to get some sweet potato pie. SKUs are a scannable barcode to help vendors automatically track inventory movement. In marketing, SKUs allow you to identify marketing techniques that are generally sales-based on the product's identifiers. And this is where Marketing Maestros, it all ties together. You see, product identifiers are based on consumer perceptions that a target audience has about a product, good, or service, which for this podcast would be shoes. That's the kind you wear on your feet. That means whether you're looking at red bottom, black bottom, wedges, or flats, Lace-up, stilettos, flip-flops, or stacked. Round toe, pointy toe, ballerinas, or boots. Ankle, or calf. Be sure to pick the ones made for walking. No way around that. The shoe shopping game for marketers when it is successful is a toe-tapping trifecta. The bottom line is, whether you're looking at marketing shoes, shoes, or or skews. savvy marketers should always stay on the good foot. Your identity is based on the overall impression you want your consumers to have. And for smart marketers, that means that you, at all times, without a moment of hesitation, must be ready to put on your marketing shoes. my favorite thing oh yeah I wanna broadcast till I can't get enough uh-huh I wanna put on my, 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 my marketing Until next time, which will be our best time This is Shanita Akintande professor, author, and career coach signing off If you enjoy listening to these podcasts, be sure to subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play and like them wherever you hear them. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Professor Shanita Akintande or follow me on Twitter at Shakintande. That's at S-H-A-K-I-N-T-O-N-D-E.